Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of season one of the Three Archers podcast. Thank you for staying tuned, um, checking in every week with us. We appreciate you so much. So tonight, we are talking about something very, very, very personal. Mm. Tonight's title I used to be promiscuous. Ooh. Let me say Ooh. it again. Ooh. <laughs> I used to be promiscuous. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, very provocative title, but let's get into it. The word promiscuous um, translates in modern day to some other kind of terms. People don't really use that word anymore. It's kind of, you know, a little dated, but uh, what do you think about that? What do you think about society now? Do you feel like we're more promiscuous as a society or it's the same and we just see it more? I think it's the same. Yeah, I think, I think we see it more. I mm-hmm. think people are just more willing to like let things hang, so so to speak. Yep. Um, I, I I don't think that we're any more sexually driven than we were. It's just people were forced, especially women, to hide their sexuality, to hide the fact that they're fluid, and they they weren't allowed to embody that sexual aspect of them being women. So no, we're not asking permission. So, <laughs> so is is traumatizing as it might be what I think I heard you say is that our the generations before us like our parents generation and grandparents were out here getting some experience before marriage is what I think I heard you say uh that's what I said that's what I said that's what I said okay okay so um (laughs) When you talk about, uh, you know, somebody being promiscuous or somebody being um, very sexually active. So promiscuous, it's actually defined as just being undiscriminating, like just being free. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times we use it in a sex- as a sexual reference. Like they have had or have a lot of sexual partners, a lot of different sexual experiences. And so it kind of has a negative connotation to it so if I were to update the word I would say you know I used to be maybe a slut I used to maybe and I'm not saying that about myself I'm just saying you know if you translated it you gotta you know you gotta bring the the language forward you gotta put it in terms people understand oh oh yes ho I used to be a right. she, she, she did like slut. That was cute. I, but you know why? You know why? It made me think of, I don't know if y'all remember, um, Amber Rose and Black, they, they were like on this whole slut shaming thing and they had a walk. Didn't they have a walk? Called a slut yeah. walk. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a whole movement. I did, So that's why that particular word stuck out to me. But whichever word you plug in that space is fine, you know. So um, it has a negative connotation. It's almost like, you know, I know from the Christian standpoint, the the point is abstinence. Like you you are right. not supposed to be sexually active. You're not supposed to share that experience before you're married. So I get it from that standpoint. But even in um, the secular society, it's kind of like, 
mm-hmm. a little taboo, like for you to be out here. So for women, um, for women, not for men. Oh, for women. For, for, for women. Because majority of the men I know are, are hoes. Mm. But nobody says like like them. like big holes or small holes like big holes like these football numbers or basketball yep. kind of numbers. I know men that that have been with hundreds of women, mm-hmm. and nobody cares. Thanks. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody says anything to them about it. Um. So let's talk about that double standard since we there. I mean, we'll circle back around, but the double standard because what you you started out saying um about for women, it you know it's the same, but especially for women, it was something that had to be kind of suppressed or couldn't talk about it. Or okay. so, what's the double standard about? <laughs> what the double standard is about women, you know, when it comes to uh, women and men with anything, it's like men can do whatever. And women are, you know, expected to be prim and proper all of the time. But, um, you know, if a man exhibits that same behavior, oh, he's just a man. But if a woman does it, it's like, oh, what? No. Oh, my goodness. Mm, like so that. Does, it, does it meet the, the level of, you know, because, oh, he's just being a man. So when you say that, it makes me think about... Um, you know some toxic masculine things where people say oh boys will be boys and you know that mm-hmm. is it is it does it fall in the toxic category or is it mm-hmm. yes yes absolutely because why are we raising anybody to run through as many sexual partners as possible that part like that part. and and it's not it's not it's not even about a shaming thing like why is it okay to run through as many sexual partners as you possibly can. Wow. Wow. That, like, that what did it. you gain? Right. I, that's well, my question. What do you gain from that? Well, what do you think people... Okay, so at this point, we're, we're all adults and mothers. So we have had some type of sexual experience. Had to, because mm-hmm. we know how babies mm-hmm. are made. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not calling anyone on this panel, including myself, a hoe or promiscuous or any of that but what i'm saying is you know we're, we're we have had an experience um uh-huh. just by nature of the fact that we're mothers so as mothers of sons and daughters um mm-hmm. why do you think that you know so many young people out here are subscribing to that you know almost wearing it like a badge of honor because it's like a cool thing now everybody the music, especially. Mm. Oh, they celebrate it. Um, that's all they talk about. You listen to a song, nine times out of ten, there's a sexual reference in it. You know, um, now women empowerment is equated to being sexually free. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, that's why. It's everywhere. It's in the music. It's on TV. You know, it's in books. It's everywhere you look. That's It's there. So it's only natural for, you know, somebody who was impressionable to pick it up and think that, you know, that's the way to go if that's all they see, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically, we've normalized it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Normalize and desensitize. Yep desensitized so when Mm -hmm. i hear that i think so much about you know we spent much of this year 
um, talking about amongst ourselves, talking about Black Lives Matter and things like that, and violence against people in general, and especially mm-hmm. Black when it's like you're desensitized. It's like it should be shocking, but you see it every day, every week, every you know, every time it's happening on TV. Yeah, it's it's like a part of your normal experience. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is, should it be <laughs> like that? Like, should it no. be? Absolutely not. Um, so, with this embracing of sexual freedom, and mm-hmm. I personally think that um, I think it has a good parts to it. Like, I think in past generations, I'm not going to say all of them, but in past generations women didn't have the option to be clear about their sexual needs or wants. And I'm talking about within their relationships. Like you couldn't right. talk to, from what I understand, from what I've heard and read and saw, what have you, that you couldn't talk to your partner about what you needed to be fulfilled, what you wanted to be fulfilled, things that you liked, things that you didn't like. You just kind of mm-hmm. had to go along. And um, so I think that that is a positive aspect of being more open to having those conversations and to display that type of, you know, freedom yep. with the act itself. But like this happened from, like, so, okay, so let's, let's, let me drop this bomb in it. Absolutely cannot stand, debate me if you want to, Tinder and all the apps that look just like Tinder. Because at this point, you know, we <laughs> talked previously about the Letitia and I, you being in a date. Like, they all look like Tinder. I don't care what, even the, there's a one, I'm not going to call it's, the name. It, it's a, but it's, it's a, a Christian app, and it's set up just like Tinder. I don't understand. It, it's a whole, and it's a whole hub for sex. Like, it's a whole hub, to, uh, being, the, being the one on the panel while we're dating. <laughs> Stuff they look so It's a whole hookup situation. I don't want to hook up. I'm like every other woman in America. I have emergency penis in a glass. That's not what I'm looking for. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said it. I have it on speed now. Like every Ooh. other woman in the United States of America, I have it on speed now. I'm looking for a relationship, not someone to jump on. And that's what they all are. And why would you be just on the internet just picking up random people? So, so my thing is, it's almost like, it's almost like, so like Letitia, we're grown, okay? And yeah, I don't, I, I don't currently live my life that way, right? But I'm not about to sit up here and act like I ain't never lived life, all right? So I used to have on standby, speed dial, whatever you want to call it. That's cool. But why mm-hmm. is it that you're almost like, it's almost like you're not normal if you, I'm not okay with just hooking up with random people there's some people from what i see they're on the, like every day like a swipe like here, here, here's the problem mm. the other problem is the definition the definition of dating is loose yep because when you say you're dating dating does not consist of i come over around booty call hours we have sex and then I leave and go home. That's not, a- not dating. As a matter of fact, you're either friends with benefits, and if it's a little more, that just means you're in a situationship. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. 
Let's call a spade a spade. You're in a situation ship. If y'all happen to to get dinner before y'all go do the nasty, you probably more in a situation ship. You might can call him for a little extra, but that's still not your person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Still not your person. Mm-hmm. So, he, so here's the thing, because I, I want I want to say this before I forget. At this point, even if you're not a promiscuous person. You might be promiscuous by default trying to date in 2020. Because while you thought you were looking for a relationship, the other person told you they were looking for a relationship, but they were looking for a hookup. And as soon as you thought you made a connection, boom, boom, they out of here. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, that's really what's happening. Now, me, I, I, I throw them in a way easily. I, we'll talk about that later. Never mind. Not yet. Not yet. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not going we're not gonna talk about my temperamental self. <laughs> not tonight. Very fickle. She's very fickle. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm almost 40. Ain't no guessing getting to you. I wasn't judging. I'm just oh no, I was clarifying for our, our audience. I know the women here understand what I'm talking about, but Yeah, absolutely. Settlement is not what we do. Not any of these archers. Nah. Nah. Absolutely. If, that's, if, if it that's doesn't fit. About keeping moving. <laughs> so for me, I know here again in dating situations, I've, I've, I've fought not recently, but like in my 20s. Yeah, in my 20s. I fought for this one. I've always been very straightforward. You know, I'm going to say what it is. You know, and like I said, thank God for growth in me. But if 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 all I'm trying to do is suck up, then I had no problem telling you that. Like that's not like let's not even play this game. And I expect right. the same courtesy from you. But in my twenties, I, I at least one time found myself in a position where because I don't always pay attention to basically I take you at your word until you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling me you wanna come and watch a movie and we're supposed to be in a dating situation. And just because we're dating doesn't mean we've been sexually intimate. We've been active with each other. So if we're in a dating situation, you say, hey, I'll just come through. We can watch a movie, hang out. This is what we're supposed to be doing, spending time and getting to know each other. That makes sense to me. Doesn't raise any red flags. But for another person, that automatically translates to it's a booty call. Like, well, who said, wait a minute, pause. Because if that's right. what this was, I would have said, like, we could have had that conversation. That's Even not. If the answer was no, we still could have had the conversation. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So what that's... happened to just saying what you mean? What no. To... Nope. Nope. That would require adults, wouldn't it? That would require honesty. Right. That, that would nope. require some straight up honest adults. And that is not what we deal with. That off you and <clears throat> I'm telling you you know people <sighs> oh gosh what's going on now is is like kind of like th- like it's like a whole bunch of un- unspoken rules mm-hmm. you know what I mean? it like, is oh if if I come over you automatically know I'm going one some. If I take you out of town, you automatically know I'm going one some. If I take you out to dinner, you automatically know I'm going one some. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they they just expect you to 
be ready to do X, Y, Z just because they did this or they did that. Well, you know, it's it's just, it's corny. Yeah, so what happened to the threshold? You used to have to do a lot more than that. Yep. You know, even if they were, you know, even if people were doing it just as much, it took a lot more to get you to that place. Like, what's the prerequisite now? Like, what it, what does it take for a swipe? You like oh. my profile? Like, what? I'm getting ready to make a statement and people are getting ready to be made. Okay. <laughs> I'm for it. I blame my trash dating experiences on these trash women who accept less than what is even the standard of <laughs> what should be done. I blame all of you for my trash experiences and I've gotten up and walked out of dates before dinner was over. <laughs> I have blocked a lot of people in 2020 because you want to accept these trash guys doing nothing he should open the door he should take me out he should cover the check he should pick up the phone not just text and say hey how was your day you shouldn't go more than 48 hours ladies and gentlemen without having a conversation with the person that you say you're trying to cultivate a relationship with these are just standards that used to be that are now like, oh my God, it's so much. It isn't. And if it's too much, keep moving. Yeah. You ain't it. You ain't it. So I blame all you trash females who allow this kind of foolishness. Cause what he got a couple of dollars, so do I. Move it on. ain't it ain't even just that. It's just because I with the it, yeah, it, and it's with the world. It's like we were talking about what was it last week? how or, or a couple weeks ago, I don't know, when I touched on the fact that if you want more, if you want a man to actually do something, the world wants to pin this gold digger plate on you because you don't just want to just allow him to do anything for nothing. And um, a lot of women are just so afraid to get that label. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn what you call me. I'm too old, okay? I'm too old to be doing that old crazy stuff. Been there, done that. In this day and time, if you want me, because listen, I'm well seasoned, <laughs> okay? And I'm tender. <laughs> I'm well seasoned. And I'm tender. This this ain't you know this 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 ain't no no fly by night type of stuff. No, if you want me, you're gonna have to work for it, sir. You're gonna have to do what I want you to do. Okay, you're not gonna just come over and watch a movie and think you're gonna get some. No, you're not just gonna text me to death and think you're gonna get some. No. You're not going to think that you're going to take me on a date and I'm going to go Dutch and you're going to get some. No. Absolutely not. We say, God says, no. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. I'm telling you, if it's, I it's ever, strange. Lord, if me and Sean ever part, I'm telling you, I'm going to get these men the blues. They're going to be like, what the hell? No. Absolutely not. Oh, if I ever had to get back out there, man. Mm. 
So what you describe it, like what we what we talking about really, really, really is the the death of courtship. Yep. Boom. <laughs> like if and, and, if and what happened what happened to the courting? And I'm not gonna take it all the way back where you know, he had to come to your, your father's house with a, you know, a goat or I don't know, whatever was going on. I'm not going to be that deep about <laughs> it. <laughs> Listen, this is, if you go far enough back, that's how it works. You, that's how Listen, you got wait, wait, somebody. pause. My, my father asked my, my ex-husband, where is my goat? You got my daughter, where is my goat? Did he? <laughs> he where, said, it was Thanksgiving. He was like, hold up. Where is my goat? That's you hilarious. got my baby. Wait, that is hilarious. <laughs> That's oh, a, like I feel like I feel like I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like go I'm my goat. Yeah, like if somebody comes, to, yeah, I feel like I'm a. All right, but all right. What I was saying was, you know, just, <laughs> but at least you know you had to court somebody. You had to to encounter them. You had to you know mm-hmm. engage their mind, and you had to you know, spend time and get to know them. And that was what was required before they would even consider opening mm-hmm. up to you. Like, what happened to courtship? It's gone. These, a lot of these men don't know what that is. And you know why? Because they never saw their mother getting courted. You know what they saw? They saw Uncle Tommy leaving, creeping out 6 a.m., Mm. That's what they saw. Uncle Jerenbug didn't even bring a pizza over for the kids. He he was creeping in while he, while he thought the kids were asleep. Or the, the men that got sisters, you know, older sisters, you know, if, it, if it's a man that's in a household where there's a grandmother and a mother and sisters, they see their sisters coming in the house after being out with a dude they coming in the house. They going straight to the refrigerator, tearing the refrigerator apart. This came from in the house with a man. But they coming in the house hungry as a hostage. This is the type of stuff that these men see. So they think it's okay. They think that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, I'm confused. Because that ain't, that ain't never, even when I, I was out there, you know, before God worked on me and before I you know, settled down and all of those things. That ain't never been my experience. Like, I'm, what you're talking about right now is foreign to me. I don't under... <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you What do you mean? Like, hmm, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not okay with that. I'm, I'm not okay with that. Okay. And, and then, and then I feel like it's also also the upbringing of just who you are as a person not just not just in the aspect of relationships because you know my dude on the side my you know back when I had a dude on the side um Mm -hmm. and I don't like that term because it implies that it was a main dude I was cheating on that's not the case he was just my you know just on the side just on the side it wasn't nobody whatever the point is yikes (laughs) the point is that even though we didn't have any commitment to each other per se, it w- I wouldn't even call it a situationship to be honest. He would never come into my space, or or be out with me, and and not make sure that I was good. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like if he walked, and I will say this: my children have never seen that because once I had children, I made the decision that I I didn't. If I was out with somebody, we're out. 
I don't bring I don't bring people into my home. Um, my children, I just made the decision that my children should never see that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason you should be having interactions or contact and my children should see you is if we're in a serious situation. Um, like literally considering, you know, being very, very, very permanent. Other than that, what am I bringing you in and out of their life for just for? It's one thing for you to, you know, play with me. We don't play with these kids. Right. So, right. Um, so that, but, you know, he wouldn't, he, if he came over, let's just say my trash needed to be taken, he would just do it automatically. It's nothing that, you know, just how, how do you as a man come into my space as a woman, how do you take from me? How do you take what's given freely, but you're taking something from me. I'm, I'm parting something of myself to you and you don't have to do nothing, like just nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And that's where promiscuity nowadays is just weird to me. It's just weird to me. I don't understand how women are promiscuous and they don't have a thing. They don't have nothing. I agree with you. Because, I mean, I'm just coming out of a situation and it was truly a situation And this, this actually lends to that whole train of thought of understanding the difference between a situationship versus a relationship because mm-hmm. i have a homegirl and she's like don't go back to and i'm like i need you to understand that's a situationship and that's not in the same realm of relationship but he's been part of my life and here through some very instrumental transitions in my life so people assume yeah he there but he never had to cook out like y'all don't even see us together Mm-hmm. Get a plate. We go out to dinner. I get a phone call. Put put something pretty on. We out. You you know, but he's not. In three years, he's never met my children. Okay, it's a situation shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. He pro- he provides sex, and he made sure my gas tank full, and they, you know, I get to feel pretty. We go out on dates sometimes. Sound good to me. But 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 it's sex. I say that to say, I just started dating. I don't know how these dudes think that the dude that made sure my gas tank was full every week and let me fall short on something, he got it. How how you think you coming into the situation and you're not going to give me the bare, the bare minimum? And I was just giving up some to this man and he made sure all these boxes were checked. You got me after. All the way. It makes no All the way. It makes no sense. What is what are you doing all of this for? Exactly. What are you doing all of this for? Because and this is coming from a place, this is coming from a person who used to be promiscuous. My teenage year. Oh Lord. Lord have mercy. Okay. Lord have mercy. But here's the thing. One, I was a child. Two, I had a lot of childhood trauma. I equated giving myself to people as as a way to be accepted. I had a big thing about being um, with abandonment. I was always trying to get somebody to stay. 
And that's how I thought I was going to get people to stay. As I grew older and I realized that wasn't it, that's when I said, okay, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But now as an adult and when you see one number one when I see that I know it's it's for a lot of different reasons one a lot of people just haven't dealt with what what they with their childhood issues they haven't dealt with that stuff they haven't called it out they haven't called you know for what it is they don't acknowledge it you know what I'm saying so they they still living that out two they trying to be young because a lot of these older women I see that's out here jumping from mm-hmm. pillar to post, pillar to post. They trying to compete with the young girls. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But again, that goes to being accepted and all of that good stuff. That You know, all of that stuff just wraps back around. You can be sexually free mm-hmm. without having to have multiple people okay that's that's the thing i'm sexually free i know what i like i know what i don't like i know what i'm not going to allow you to do i know what i'm going to allow you to do but i don't need a whole bunch of people to know what that is you know what i'm saying that's 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 the difference that's the difference there and my big thing my biggest thing is soul ties once I got out of that stage in my life and I realized what type of impact it left on me, not physically, but mentally, the stuff I was carrying with me mentally, when I think about the people that I laid with, the type of people that they were, you know what I'm saying? The type of stuff that they had going on inside their own mind and their bodies and their spirits. That stuff is serious. So for me, Having a new experience with a whole nother person when most of the time, let's 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 just be real. A lot of these men don't even know what they're doing. A lot of these men are real whorish. They done been with all of these women. Uh, and they cannot make you have an orgasm to save their lives. But they always trying to stick something in every hole they can get. You wasting a lot of time and energy because Having sex is supposed to be a pleasurable thing. What's the point of having sex if you're not getting no pleasure from it? A lot of these women who are promiscuous ain't even having orgasms. Why? What's the point? What you doing it for? You're not getting orgasm. You're not getting no money. What the hell are you getting? And along with not getting that, what you're getting is soul ties bad soul ties you wonder why you're tired you wonder why you're angry you have crazy you're unmotivated it's because you done laid down with these type of people and they done left all of that up in you and now you about to and now you driving yourself to shepherd Pratt. is it worth it no it's not 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 in my book you know what i'm saying when you when you young and you dumb, you do young, and you do dumb things when you're not experiencing. You don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? But once you grow up and you figure things out, it's like you got to do better. You just got to do better. 
But isn't it? Isn't that the point though? Like you say, you got to grow up and do better. But isn't it more the point that people aren't growing up? Like they mature with age, mm. but their mental and their emotional and their spiritual beings have not matured to a place to even understand the conversation that we're having. They're not even understanding why when, when you are balanced, when you are in touch with yourself, when you have healed, you don't even want a whole bunch of sexual partners. That's not the norm. And for us to see it and say to someone, that's not the norm. They're like, nothing's wrong with me. I just like to have sex. I love sex. Top three. Easy. But I'm not jumping on every penis I see because like Stephanie said, like Stephanie said, you run risk of them leaving their stuff with you. I don't even want you touching me. Like, just, hey, I don't want you to do that. So you can't, like, leave your damn baby with that. No. Mm -mm. So, so when you say, when you say top three sister, <laughs> wait. I was like, Damn. I immediately started guessing the other two because that's how <laughs> I was like, hmm. That was good. <laughs> the bad part is I know that you can guess the, the other two. That's the bad part. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. We're going to talk about that afterwards. <laughs> so. Bad part. So, um, so yeah, I like, listen, I get it. I definitely get it. Um, what what struck me as um, real good, like, you know, something to really consider is, you know, you're talking about soul ties and you're talking about, really what you're talking about is energy transference. So whether you're a spiritual person or not, you know, in the, in the point of saying that you can, you know, take on the spirit of somebody else, even if you, you know, don't, you're not into that, that's not your your belief system that's fine but everybody should be able to agree that there is an energy transference when mm -hmm. you somebody can just walk in a room and shift yep. the energy. like they Absolutely. don't have to touch nobody and shift the energy so when you are actually making contact with somebody that's a very serious thing and even in just regular everyday activities like i i, I had this conversation um well a small piece of this conversation the other day in that um I am a licensed esthetician. Mm. I am a licensed massage therapist. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of touch. <laughs> There's a lot of mm -hmm. contact in what I do by nature of the services. You, you have to make contact with people. Mm -hmm. And so as an esthetician, which I was first, I was always a gloved esthetician. I don't want to have contact with you. And, you know, they're esthetician. I'm not judging anybody's, you know, whatever you do, you do. But they're esthetician that say, well, I can't feel the way I need to feel. You know, I can't feel the skin. I can't, I, I've always been a gloved esthetician. So when I became a massage therapist and with massage therapy, you have to make skin to skin contact. Like there's no way for you to do, my opinion, no way for you to do an appropriate, appropriate therapeutic treatment without skin to skin contact. You have to feel the underlying structures, right? It was so hard for me because I'm not touchy. I don't, like you said, I'm not even like, a, I'm not naturally a hugger. There are people I've hugged. I've learned to, you know, move 
in society the way that looks and seems appropriate, but I'm not, I don't like touching people. I don't like people touching me. So all of that touch. And so just understanding about, it takes so much just to stay grounded and balanced. And there's no sexual component there. Mm-hmm. There's no level of intimacy. There's no, you know, you're trusting me, but it's not like I'm trusting and being vulnerable and opening myself to you. You're being vulnerable with me, but I'm not being vulnerable with you. And still, it takes so much preparation and grounding and energy and just just to stay balanced and make sure I don't hold on to anything that that happened between us. And literally, there are times where I've been in services and I'm literally like praying. I'm literally in few, like I have to, to keep the balance, to make sure that I stay um, free from whatever energy you have going on. Ener- mm-hmm. Like here again, energy, spirit, whatever you want to call it. We mm-hmm. need to be separate. So translating that, it, it, it takes that much just to do a massage and, you know, being sexually intimate with somebody where you're literally entering this person. Yep. You are co- like you're literally intertwined in yep. the most, you know, specific way that you can be. And you, you want that? You want all those different, mm. you know, like I said, you know, back in the day, I had to do it on the side. And that's the reason I had to do it on the side. Because I'm not, I'm not with the, you know, the bed hopping. I don't want to do that. That was the whole reason. And he, he provided a stable situation where I was still free to go out and look for a relationship. I was open to dating and I was open to, and if we had a strong enough connection that it felt like it might go somewhere, I put dude on pause. Hold up. Let me see what, what's going on with this and we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. And we did that for years. And in all the years, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight up. It was over 10 years. Oh, more than 10. This and in that 10 years, we had not one speck of drama. So if you put that up against the dude who's coming at me with the Netflix and chill, what chance do you really have? Yep. Not happening. Why, why would I? Not happening. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like we got to figure out what, like you said, what are you getting from it? Because if we can figure out what you're getting from it, then maybe we can address that need, that, that, that need in you. Whether it's male or female, you that's know that's I mean? my whole point. That's that's my whole point. I feel like everybody needs to doing this for it's for a reason. It's something. It's something mm-hmm. going on there. Mm-hmm. Something going on there. And you're right, male or female, because we ain't we're not going to exclude these men. Because why they jumping from this one to that one too? Mm-hmm. So what I always find funny is that, you know, we talk about women being hoes and women being promiscuous and things like that. And what I always couldn't understand about that situation or that conversation is, who do you think all these dudes are having sex with? Like, if you know that these dudes is out here and they running up bodies, who are they? What do you mean? What? Why do you not have an expectation of... But that's... Part of why I said even in the in the dating realm now, so many women 
not being in tune with themselves, not being able to say no, being people pleasers, dealing with their own trauma, say yes to these men, right? So you have essentially made someone your victim and you say to yourself, well, she's grown, she knows what she's doing, not accounting for her trauma. Mm-hmm. And part of the issue with today's man versus yesterday's man is there was a level of this is a woman. I had the duty to protect her. Yep. And we have lost that in society where we're, you know, discardable. Yep. Um, you can absolutely be collateral damage of XYZ. Yep. So these men will run through you. Tell your tell a homeboy she easy. And then their other homeboy, and the next thing you know, the whole crew has ran, ran through this woman who was simple, simply vulnerable. On the flip side of that, there are some who just don't care. But I'm speaking more to the women who find themselves in these precarious situations because they haven't dealt with things that need to heal for themselves. So you've created this narrative that she's a hoe when she's really hurting. And you just added one more layer to her hurt. Yeah. Or on the flip side of that, yeah, she she didn't she didn't got past that part part, and now she feel like she getting revenge. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So now she's running through. Now, now numbers. You feel like oh, is this oh this is what men doing? Oh, I'm gonna do it better than them. Mhm. Oh, he think oh he oh he was gonna play with me. Oh, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go sleep with his father. <laughs> I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him my. I'm gonna make him my step. <laughs> oh my gosh! I started thinking about them books, like my step, my bit. <laughs> and then you know, here's the because we always flip these conversations. We always flip these conversations. But but what about the men who don't run through women, and then they're getting the flack from their boys because they're not running through through women. And that's why a lot of them do it. Right. You understand you right. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's just so many elements of BS. You're trying to impress another man. How that sound? A lot of men do things to impress their friends. Another man. As a man, why are you trying to impress another man? Well, let's let's just say this because what that translates to me is man or woman, you haven't become comfortable in your skin. That part is you know, we're we're Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And Sagittarius are notoriously um I don't care. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that makes it sound cold and harsh. We actually have really big hearts. It's just that we we are not it, it, I'm always baffled at people that think I make decisions in my life based on something about them. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. I don't. I have no need to prove anything to anyone. I have no need to please anyone. I have no need to impress anyone. I don't care about your opinion about what I do or think or say or you know none of that is a fact. <laughs> it's not, and it, it for real. Uh, I, I won't say never. There have been times in my life and things that I've done that I know was based in that. 
um, but very few and far between and exclusively when I was young. Like by the time I hit 30, um, that's a wrap. Like I, I, I can't think of one decision that I made that was based on anyone else. And I just feel like if people were more secure in themselves and who they are, part of that is the knowledge um, that you're a whole person. You know, you can't be secure in yourself if you don't feel comfortable with yourself. If you're not content or confident that you have been taking care of your wellness, your wellness, your your mental health, your emotional health, getting therapy if you need it, your spiritual health. Like you just can't feel good about the person you are if you don't take care of you. Yep. Right. Bingo. I just, I just want everybody to to reach that place, you know, that plateau of if we, if we all just, if we all strive towards bettering ourselves for ourselves, um, you know, I used to tell my, my supervisor, it's not that, you know, I'm such a good employee or it's not that I'm, you know, I'm so really, I end up doing what you want me to do because what you want to do actually aligns with what I wanted to do. And if it didn't, this would be a very different situation. <laughs> and that that was kind of rude. It was kind of, yeah, like I as an employee, I was a horrible employee, which is why I work for myself. That part. <laughs> but um, you know, if you're on the right side of things yourself mm-hmm. and the environment you're in, you know, does things appropriately and the people you surround yourself with do things appropriately, none of none of this is problematic. None of it. It's so it becomes so easy, and um, I'm thankful for that situation. I'm thankful for that circumstance, and I, I guard it very fiercely and jealously. I do not allow anyone to upset that balance. You will be cut real quick. So <laughs> that will get you cut real quick. Threatening my peace, using the phrase Netflix and chill is an automatic buy. <laughs> You know, there are just certain things that I'm, you know, we, we're grown. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, gotta be more. Right, I'm very direct when I want you. Yeah, very direct. Hey, what the problem is. <laughs> I, well, I will say that my, for me in particular, my default is silence. My default is avoidance. So I would do my very best not to have to tell you what it really is. But if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer in such a place. <laughs> I tell people off the cock, cock with this is. Okay. I'm single and so I'm not. Do not get blocked. That's well, the conversation. In the, in, the, in the realm of dating or relationships, yeah, very, very direct, but. You know, just even overall, I used to, you know, my father passed away when I was young, right? And for many years, I didn't, you know, I didn't get married until I was into my 30s and I'm no longer in that marriage. And so I tell people, you know, I don't have any rings on my finger. My father's deceased. I don't, I'm not accountable to anybody but God. And he said he going to catch me in the afterlife. So what is it that you think? Thanks. I'm go- like that that the Bible says <laughs> to every man there is promised death and, and then the judgment. Yeah. So he will catch me in the afterlife. So right right about now, 
for you. <laughs> right. The only concern right now is me not doing anything that I have to answer to him in the afterlife for. You now, that I will give thought to. But you weren't it. Mm-mm. The last person that gave me an ultimatum, I'm divorced from. <laughs> so, and um, I promise you, I love the ground that he stuck that he stood on. But I don't do ultimatums. You can't make me do anything. I don't want to do. That's my mother. I don't fool. I don't. I don't fool with them. I don't. I don't do ultimatums too good. That's what. That's that, 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 that like. <laughs> When you say, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, sister. I don't do anything that I don't want to do, right? Yep. That made me think about, no, that made me think about this topic. Like, it just sparked something. Like, if you are in a state of being promiscuous and you you going from person to person, however it is that you ended up there, if that's not what you want to do, why would you do it? I mean, it really is that simple. If that's not what you want to do, if it's not a real true desire for how you want to spend your life, like you, if you're hopping, if you're being promiscuous, male or female, and you're saying what I want, what I want to do is get married. And what I want to do is have a family and what I want to do, then how does this serve what yeah. you want to do? And if you don't want to do it, why are you doing it? I don't understand. It's, it's unclear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's real simple. You know, um, as we all know, I'm dating. <laughs> uh-huh. And what our audience doesn't know is he was acting a little flaky last week. And I basically had to explain to this man that what's not going to happen is I'm not going to be in anybody's obituary as their special friend. So either you <laughs> want to do this or go about your business. But I'm too rough. I'm not about to be his special friend in the end. You can kiss my entire tail with this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Sister, you about to die because you have seen it in somebody's obituary. That's a a slap in the goddamn face. Special friend? All right, so um, the trending hashtag for this week, hashtag special friend. Yeah, so we, we want to hear about your special friend stories. <laughs> tag us. Hashtag. Look, I, I'm, look, this week I'm tagging. Speak, speak, speak. All week is going to talk about not being a special friend. Where do you want to be in your relationships? Nah. Hashtag not his special friend. Oh, no. <laughs> that took me all the way out, sister. That took me all the way out. I don't even know. Special friend. I've seen my grandmother. Way too many obituaries that say special friend. My grandmother hung up on me. She was like, get the app off my phone. Click. Like she was done. She called me back 10 minutes later. She said she was screaming. She said, not special friend. Because it's true. But one of her homegirls just passed away. She had a special friend. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? People be too old for that. I think I think what happens uh, is they're being promiscuous, right? And even if they're not being promiscuous and, and they're, you know, they got a situation ship or whatever, they don't realize that time, time moves so quickly. And not. If, you're looking, if you're not actively working to get out of that situation or move towards the situation you want, you, it, it's nothing to look up and you 50 
and it's nothing to wake up. Or you say it's nothing to wake up, and you look up and you're 50 and a special friend. Or, or even worse, or even worse, you ain't even nobody's special friend. You just out here. You belong to the streets. <laughs> that part. There's people that go out of here like that. Yeah. Thank you. So now I gotta add that. And I'm not going out belonging to the streets. You gotta make a <laughs> You gotta make a decision. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know, but I'm not I'm not doing this with y'all this week. I'm not. Listen. Yes, we, you are. Nobody, We're in we this. We're in this. We are nobody. in this episode. I'm not doing this with y'all. We are in this. We are you just this. belong to the streets, Pimping. Uh, um, <laughs> the so red bottoms told a story. Lord. I feel like that was targeted. Um, I'm just I am just I'm just saying we got two Sagittarius birthdays down. We sometimes and she probably don't have no call. She walked, but okay, let me not. Yeah, that's what happened. All right. Um uh (laughs) we we're going to end this week's episode right here. (laughs) (laughs) Um so you know, as I said when it's the this week, um this particular episode started you know the title or the tag we were addressing is I used to be promiscuous and so if you are in that type of situation no judgment you know what I mean we we have to grow we have to grow you know we all started somewhere yeah um, the the key word is used to be so what are mm-hmm. you working towards what are you working towards how do you get out of that lifestyle and how do you um heal from whatever caused it and move into you know the purpose and destiny for your life because that's not that's not what God intends for you. That's not what you really intend for you. Nope. You say that's not what you want. That's not what you intend for you. So, um, Sagittarius season will continue next week. Um, thank you again to my fellow archers for being here. Thank you to our watchers, our listeners, um, to all those who. Tune in week by week. If you have not subscribed, subscribe, like, share, follow, all those things. We are available on YouTube. If you um, have to see these expressions, because let me tell you, there's some shenanigans going on in this room. Or you can listen. You can listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, various other platforms. But we will see you back here next week. 7 p.m. Sunday, 7 p.m. for the next episode of the Three Archers podcast. Sagittarius season is not over. Right. Night, night. Good night. Good night, guys.